0: Are you ready? Hey there, you are listening to Think Tank Millionaire Podcast, where on Tuesdays and Thursdays, you get an unfiltered, raw, and authentic conversation about the challenges of being an entrepreneur and tips and tricks on how you can scale your business to the next level. If you are looking to scale your business, then get ready to buckle up. Introducing our host, Alexa DiAgostino.
1: Welcome to Think Take Millionaire Podcast, a podcast where you have real entrepreneurs, aka us, talking about real problems, because we all have them, and giving you real solutions to scale your business to the next level. Hello, everyone. My name is Alexa D'Agostino, and I'm your host of Millionaire Podcast. And today, we're going to discuss one way to F yourself over really quickly. This is in life and mostly in business, we're going to focus, but this is an interesting topic because I feel like so many people we coach and correct me if I'm wrong team, I feel like they're in their own way. And I feel like everybody's their own roadblocks. We talk about, you know, obstacles are what you see when you take your eye off the goal. And I find a lot of our students and clients have obstacles that they're putting in their own way. Right. And so today's topic is super important because there are some key things that you need to be looking out for in your life, in your business as an entrepreneur, um, that if you don't pay attention to these key things, you can screw yourself over very, very quickly. You know, four percent of entrepreneurs succeed in 10 years, four percent. That's staggering. That like it blows my mind. And did you know that 50 percent of entrepreneurs don't make it past twenty five thousand dollars? right? It's these, these numbers are staggering. And Then if you go into women entrepreneurship, it's even worse, right? So 2% make it to six figures as women entrepreneurs, it's the, the numbers are staggering. So these are important conversations that we all have to have. And I know it's like the, the woo side of life, but you have to have these conversations,
2: right? I'm, I'm it's such not a, the woo side of life. It's the, <laughs> it's the important part of life that goes alongside sure. the numbers sure. part of life. It's the numbers. I
1: know it's not the woo. I think everything's woo woo. But anyway.
2: So let's start. Coming
1: along. You're coming along.
2: You're
0: coming along. Mm-hmm. I'm getting
1: there. This is why I have all of you, right? I'm, it's true. I'm getting- it's not <laughs> woo woo.
0: I mean, why do you think that only 2% survive and make it through, right? What do you think is the number one thing that's needed in business? I bet people out there are probably like, oh, you need a good business partner. You need good funding. No, it's actually your mindset, right? Like Absolutely. It, To to go from, you know, zero to six figures, six to seven, seven and beyond, there are mind shifts, right? Because really, guys, the judge that's in your mind is actually wrong because your belief system is wrong, right? So I think that that's the number one thing that can actually stand in your way, right? Because that inner voice that's talking to you is actually shaped by all of the naysayers and all of the, the things that you learned along the way that actually aren't right. Right. Oh, you're and preaching it, my language. You're singing my song. Yes. yes. So I challenge you out there to actually make that mind shift. Delete that, you know, database that's in your mind and start to create your own new beliefs and your new agreements as to how you're going to talk to yourself, Susie, talk, self-talk, and how you're going to actually listen to
1: yourself. What do you think? I think that's so important. As- Go
3: ahead, Cynthia. Okay. No, I was going to say I love that. Cancel old agreements, make new ones that make you the person you want to be. Love it. Yes. I love <laughs> that summary. Well, <laughs> Yo. you go back <laughs> to Alexa about the woo-woo piece, let me brass tax.
2: How many times have you updated your iPhone, your Google, your Android? How many times do you update your computer? Well, if we don't update our minds, if we don't, you know, get rid of old processing systems and put in new ones. That we're going to get stuck. And so if you're spitting your wheels in the mud, look down and if your feet are in the same place they were, upgrade your system. I love what you said, delete the old drives in your mind. I always talk about the cassette tapes, and which ages me, of course, but I'm going to start using delete the old drives. <laughs> I miss my Walkman. I miss my Walkman. I liked that. <laughs> I want to make one, one
1: note on this too, right? Like one of the most important things sometimes that I think that we forget is mindset is a consistent thing. You have to do it all parts of your career. Like everybody always thinks, Oh, like the beginning, it's all about mindset and confidence. And this is why mindset coaches kind of kill me a little bit because there's so much to running a business strategy is one piece and mindset is another, but this is why our coaching program, I think is so unique and special because we're helping with everything. We talk about the pillars. It's not just mindsets, not just this, there, there's a whole thing there, but to really focus in on mindset, like I have mindset issues all the time, and I'm an eight-figure entrepreneur. Like, like last night, I was on the phone with Susie for two hours. Like my therapist, Susie. Like, like, and and because I knew, I I texted Susie at like seven thirty last. I go. I was not my right mind today. I was not my best self. I'm just like, I don't need you to comment. I'm just, I'm holding myself accountable that I was not my best self today so that I put it down in writing so that I'm holding myself accountable. And then she called me, we had a two hour conversation about it, right? So it's important to understand that at all levels, you have mindset issues and it's important to communicate, but also not hold that in. Having people you can talk to about it is so important. Like I am so grateful. Like there's times I call Tanya and I'm just like, dude, this is what's on my mind right now. Like I'm stressed out and like we'll just talk about it, right? It's so No, you so... talk and I don't get two words in, and you're like, "Okay, thanks. Thanks for the talk.
0: Talk to you
2: about" <laughs> But how far is she coming that she's making the calls? I mean, come on. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely
1: the It's like, part of persistence though, right? Like having yeah. that mindset to persist,
2: like you have to be able to do
1: that. So yeah. su- such an important point.
2: Well, and if you think about growth, like, so we've lived in the desert for a little while, we're headed back East and, and the trees don't stop growing. My, I got a picture of the house we used to live in when our kids were little, that that one of my um, sisters sent me and the trees got huge. I remember planting those trees. And so growth doesn't end. Growth doesn't Mm -hmm. end. And so wherever you are, there's further to go. There's further to grow. So I love that we're having this conversation. Absolutely. I mean, I guess I can unpack that. So I'll go next. Um, I think the one thing that you need to do to not screw up your business is have a strategy. I just did a coaching call with our our masterclass with our our clients and students in our program. And we talked about the fact that entrepreneurs have idea insanity. We are idea driven. We have so many wonderful ideas. We're going to try this. We're going to try this. We're going to try this. And we start. One of the best things about entrepreneurs is they start. They are ready, fire, aim. They will just hit the ground. They do it. They make it happen. And then they get a little further, which is a great trait, but they get a little further and they go, oh, how do I get to the next level? You know, and what you need in those places, and I'm always talking about this, what is your strategic plan? What are you aiming for? What are your goals? How are you going to get there? If you have a target and you aim at a target, you'll eventually hit it. If you aim at nothing... You'll hit nothing. And the way you get there is the strategic plan. And this sounds so unsexy, but it is so sexy. When you write down the strategic plan of how you're going to get where you want to go, what are the benchmarks? What are the the tasks that have to happen on a monthly, weekly, daily basis? And when you have a, a coach or a mentor helping you do that, a business advisor, you get there much faster. Strategic planning is what comes after you do the ready, fire, aim. You know, you get going, you get some traction and you go, okay, now what? And this is the growth in an entrepreneur that I see most often gets missed. And then they wonder why they don't succeed. And so one of the first things I talk about after, of course, the people is what's your plan? What is your plan? Because if you don't have a plan, you're planning to fail.
3: Oh, I just want to say, in my opinion, the quickest way to F yourself over as an entrepreneur is staying stunted, right? Losing that desire to continue to grow, to continue to learn. I have been, I've I've always had talent, but the main thing that took me from just someone who has talent to a, to the entrepreneur I am today, growing with these wonderful ladies was my willingness to learn my willingness to identify my weaknesses and make sure that they don't stay weaknesses that involves either getting a coach, getting a mentor. And I don't know what, uh, what some of you are hearing out there, but every Entrepreneur needs some sort of mentor or coach. Every entrepreneur needs that because sometimes we're too close to the things that we do that we lose our objectivity. You need someone who's able to take a look from the outside and identify what your weak spots are and lead you in the right direction. Every entrepreneur needs to continue to develop themselves. You're only as good as your self-development. Your business can not grow bigger than your mindset, than who you are. Right. So your your business only has a capacity to be as big as your strengths are, your your you as a person are, how strong you are, your mindset is. Right. We come across challenges every day. With a weak mindset, most of them would like. I know yesterday, like for instance, was a rough day, right? At work. <laughs> like Alexa and Tonya smiling. We know that. <laughs> but we all come together, we're each other's therapists. We, you know, um. each other you know these tough times will come but we will conquer it every time right these tough times will come but we'll get through them every time all that has to do with the mindset and the people we have around us who serve as our mentors to help us grow so for me like i said the biggest way to f yourself over is just to stay stunted feel like you don't need anybody's help every entrepreneur needs to continue to develop themselves i'm always developing myself in one way or the other either as an entrepreneur or as a person because again your, your business can't grow bigger than you are as a person. So
2: that's a great point. You're your own lid is basically what you're saying. If you're not willing to grow, then you're going to have to be content with where you are. Um, one of the things that I always ask, I ask a couple, couple things to people when I look to work with them for me, you know, who's coaching you? Because if the person that's helping you grow, isn't growing, then they're your lid. And I always love to find out what people are reading or podcasts they're listening to if they're not a reader, because investing in yourself to grow is the best investment you can make. It always pays off. I love that, Cynthia.
0: I also feel different.
2: in my mood, right? Like when I'm not like the
1: last 45 days, I've been so busy growing this agency with you guys. I haven't done a lot of self learning. And I feel it like I feel stagnant already. Like it's been like almost two months and I've been so head into my business. It's so important. But by the end of the day, I've been exhausted. Normally seven, to eight pm at night after my daughter goes, I, I do self-development I read and a little trick too, for people that don't like to read, read, And also have an audio book going at the same time and do it at 2x speed and you get through the book quicker, but you're also reading it and listening. And I'm able to personally really take things in much easier um, and understand it better when I'm doing both. So just just a little tip, Um, but such such an important point. So Susie, to your point of a plan, right? I look at it like you need to have a plan. You need your destination, how you're getting there. So in our program, we call it the vision, the mission, your key talking points, right? So think of the car analogy, Where's the destination? How are we getting there? A car, a bus, we're we're walking. Um, And then a lot of times, you know where you're heading, but you don't know how to get there. And that's where the GPS comes. That's where the coach comes, right? But A coach can't help you and a GPS can't help you if you don't put a destination in. That's the plan, right? You need to know where you're heading and what you're actually doing. Like, why are you heading there? You're just aimlessly driving to a destination? Most likely not, right? The plan's going to help you understand how many stops you have to make on the way to make sure that you don't run out of gas, right? These are all important things. And so I just want to make that extra note of how important a plan is because otherwise you're just aimlessly driving around. And you're going to run out of gas without that plan. Um, And just the the statistics
2: statistics you mentioned. I mean, what you just said is why we have the statistics you open the podcast with. People don't have a plan. Only 2% succeed.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Throw
2: shit on the wall, which
1: I do too. But like, it's after I actually have a plan and then I should throw shit on the wall. (laughs) (laughs) And then we pick the shit up and we put it together. My, going again. This is, I, I guess i might going to have to change our podcast. After last podcast, Cynthia started going down this dirty route. So <laughs> listen to the last podcast guys. It was wild. Let me tell you, I might have to put X rated on this podcast now. <laughs> oh, it's getting a little wild in here. Um, all right. I have a last one. I have a last one. Let's see what you guys think about this. So as a leader, sometimes we leave with our heart instead of our head. Being an entrepreneur, being a leader, especially once you start growing a business and you get to, you know, mid six figures, seven, eight figures. I mean, once you have hundreds of employees, even let's call it 10 employees, five employees, whatever it is, people think, oh, it gets easier when you make money. It doesn't. It's just a different hard. You know, growing We're more problems. More <laughs> well, money, more problems. Yeah, because you have more people, more problems. <laughs> if you're not good at relationships and you're not good at leading people, then it, you're gonna have different problems. So the, it's all challenging. It's just different kinds of challenge, right? Like to me, the hardest part is growing to six figures, right? But once you start hitting and having people. You know, it's so what I find a challenge and Susie yells at me all the time as my therapist. It's I, sometimes I lead with my heart instead of my head. It's hard to make decisions. So I call Susie, I'm like, can you make this decision for me? Cause like, I don't want to make it. And sometimes that can really F you over. You can keep people in your business longer that shouldn't be in your business. Um, you can make decisions. You could take clients on. You shouldn't because, you know you're trying to help. And sometimes if you try to help too many people, you end up screwing yourself over. So I think, you know, leading sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes with your head and not your heart and understanding when you're making decisions from the heart versus the head is really important. I'm, I put it out there cause I haven't aced it yet and I'm still working on it. So when I figure it out, I'll do a podcast on it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like, you know what, I don't think you should lead with one or the other. I think you have to lead together, right? Like when you think about a business and, you know, some people are just so in their head and that, and they just lead with their, their mind and their brain and, but they don't really put heart into it. Right. And then some people just put their whole heart and soul into it, but they're not even thinking. Right. So I feel like, and I, I really, honestly, I don't really love the word balance. I like the word synergy. That's why it's part of my Instagram name because there's really no such thing as balance, right? I mean, think about even a scale. You could put two exact feathers on a scale. They're going to be slightly off, right? But if you could find some sort of synergy of you know, bringing that heart into your business where you're going to get your organization and, and your people fired up and have heart in your business as well, but also having that mind in, in your business where you aren't being a pushover, right. Bringing on a friend into the business or, you know, when it comes time to let somebody go, Susie, Susie, fire someone, then guess what? You're not going to, you're going to use your mind too. Right. Like, so, so that synergy between the two, I think is what makes eight and nine figure. I think that's the mind shift, right. Between th- going from eight to nine figures is really having that good synergy.
3: I agree with that, Tonya. I agree with the synergy part. Also, So one of my earlier experiences working in Hollywood as a supervising producer, I literally saw a $3.5 million contract go down the drain because the CEO didn't have the strength to fire one person. I saw it happening the whole time. As a supervising producer, I sounded the alarm. I was like, he's not hitting his deadlines. And you're pouring over six figures into this guy a year. He's the one who's going to make this project crash. And a couple of months after I'd left the company, of course, the project crashed. And the best thing the leadership of a company could do was come to an agreement with the, um, with the network who gave them the contract just to you know keep it on the wraps. No one's going to say anything bad about each other, but it just like, closed out the contract without completing it. Right. So that for me really showed the importance of staying kind and keeping your heart in the right place but also just knowing when to release. And I call it release for a reason because it's not out of spite. You're not doing it because you hate anyone. You're not doing it because you don't like somebody, but it's just being objective in the way that you view the output of certain people in your company. And if the output isn't there and the willingness to improve the output isn't there, just release them in my opinion, I always say this to everyone. They know I'm just like, yeah, let's, let's release them. You know, <laughs> let's release them, right? Just release them and continue, you know, because in my opinion, sometimes release is mercy. You give them an opportunity to grow in whatever area they need to grow and you give yourself a, an opportunity to grow without them being a, a bottleneck in your process either. I think that's the burden of leadership. I think what you talked about
2: is so important and, and what a great uh, story to bear out the cost You know, when we talk about people, one of my biggest goals is to get people as a line item on a balance sheet. You know, the three and a half million dollar project based on a lack of leadership. And if you want to be a leader, you've got to be willing to take the burden of leadership. I mean, what do you think of that, Tanya? Absolutely. Uh, and and that
0: goes to the synergy of both. Right. I mean, it, it's so important and you know, it, it's how you look at it, right. It, either it's a burden or maybe it's not a burden. Maybe it's actually like Cynthia was saying, it's something that helps you grow. <laughs> of course, i was going to say that. That's the way I look at everything. I'm like, you know, that, that release, think about a butterfly, right. Or, you know, it, it starts as a caterpillar and then, you know, that release when you're opening up, it, it gets to fly away and experience something
3: else. Um, you know, so I, I think, yeah, you're right. Great. I love that analogy. Go ahead, Cynthia. There's always a lesson to be learned is what I'm, I'm going to say for the person and for you as well, you know, so everyone wins, to be honest, based on your perspective. And I think with the
2: butterfly analogy, we love butterflies, you know, and, and we forget that if you, it has to go into the cocoon, it has to struggle to get out. And if you cut a butterfly out of the cocoon, when it's struggling, it will never fly. So you've got it. I mean, growth and in business, growth in life is going to require some level of effort, work, struggle. But you come out on the other side so much better. So I totally agree. These are leadership opportunities. These are personal growth opportunities. And that's how you actually accelerate where you want to you know get into where you want to go.
1: Love it. So let's summarize this. Right. So the four main points and there's probably a lot more. But these are the four points that we're bringing up today. The first, let's start at the very, very top. You need to have a business strategy. If you don't have a business strategy, it's really hard. You don't know where you're going. You're, you're operating blind. It's it's your way of developing where you're heading, right? Um, the second thing is you have to have the right mindset, right? You, you can't listen to the voice in your head and all the voices that are surrounding you. You've got to make sure you have the right mindset, that you're confident and strong in what you're doing. The third is, um, as a leader, understanding you know the synergy of leading and making decisions with your heart versus your head, right? Um, And the last is, is you got to be invested in your growth, whatever that means for for you, whether it's hiring a coach, which you all should anyway, or at least a mentor or books, podcast, uh, YouTube, and eh, but you've got to invest in yourself. So those are the four ways today that we're discussing how not to F yourself over. So I always love our titles of our, our podcast. They're kind of wild, but um, so thank you, Susie, Tanya, and Cynthia. Uh, what a fantastic episode we had today. For everybody that's listening, if you want to hear more of these podcasts, make sure to hit the subscription button we're on Spotify, we're on Apple, we're literally everywhere. You could uh, subscribe on whichever platform you want. We even host these on YouTube as well. If if you want to go over to our Think Tank YouTube channel and subscribe there. But if you're interested in our coaching program and learning more about that, you can go to thinktankcoaching.com. All of these links are in the show notes. So go ahead and uh, check that out and make sure to subscribe and we'll see you next week. And thank you all.
2: Quanto ti, tu mi, oh, oh,